All right. <clears throat> What's up, guys? What's going on? Third time this week, right? Interesting <laughs> turn of events, really. Three times in a week? I don't think this ever happened. I don't think it ever has, really. Now that I think about it, I'm trying to think about it. I maybe did uh, the shorts, you know, the, the Zen Garden Tales. Maybe I did three of those in a week. I think I only did two, though, really. So, <clears throat> new territory. But a lot of uh, new stuff going on. So, new territory it is. Is that in my face? I feel like it's in my face. What is happening, guys? I just got back from work at uh, Homegrown Brewhouse, 117 South Main Street. Ought to do me a commercial, huh? Put a little jingle in there, a little ditty. Sing it. Oh, I'm worn out, man. I was, uh, I've been out in the yard all day with my dad. Pop came over and we, man, we tackled a lot more of the uh, boardwalk today. That's been the main focus, at least for my father. Um, I'm focused on some other stuff as well. Got something going on over here, something going on here, here, here. Uh, like I said, the back flower bed, the boardwalks, staining. I uh, got some lattice work I still got to do. You've heard it all before. I'm not telling you anything you don't know already, unless this is your first time listening to the show. And if it is, welcome to Craft Conversations, where I craft a conversation and I talk a little bit about craft beer. And I am your host, Brian Dales. On this episode, we're going to talk about who knows what. Really? <sighs> well, here's the first thing we'll talk about. Uh, my new camera. I've got my new camera up there. It is, uh, what the fuck is it called? I pulled up every website known to man on here that I'm going to talk about tonight. And the one thing I forgot to pull up is, yeah, this camera. So it's uh, EK7000 Pro. There it is. So it's my new camera. So, you know, the other day I did a video at the beginning of the week with my shitty GoPro. Not shitty. It's shitty at the moment because the lens sucks. So I did that early in the week with a little blemish here and over here somewhere. <laughs> over here. To my left. To your right. Yeah, to my left. You're right, I guess. The other day, I shot a video with this phone right here, um, and a little sidebar here. So when I do the GoPro, I do it in 1080p. I'm not sure what the frame rate is on it. Um, I'm really not sure what the frame rate is on it. I have to check that out. So the other day, I did it on my iPhone, and I've got my iPhone video already set to 4K at 60 frames per second. So that's what I recorded at. I think somehow... In the encoding in Premiere Pro and maybe somewhere in YouTube that it compressed that video and fucked it up. Because when I watched it on my computer, I pulled it off my phone, put it on my computer. Excuse me, I just had a bacon double cheeseburger from yay old fashioned kind of cheat day. But when I pulled up that video, that 4K 60 frame per second on my computer, I was blown away. I was like, holy crap, this video looks way better than the videos I've been recording with the GoPro. <clears throat> well, in the encoding process through Premiere Pro and somehow through YouTube, the the video got degraded. Still looked okay on my phone, but I could I could definitely tell a difference versus what I was watching before it went all through this fucking shit that it does to get uploaded. 
And then I, I watched it last night on my big screen TV in my bedroom, which is a 55 inch, I think. 50 inch, I'm not sure. Um, but when I pulled it up on there, I was like, oh my God, this really doesn't look very pleasant on this big screen. And if I go back and watch a previous video done with the GoPro at 1080 versus a 4K, um, it actually looked better on the GoPro. So something happened in the encoding. I don't know if my settings weren't right or something. <clears throat> um, I always use the H.264 setting for encoding in Premiere Pro. So I don't know, something i got to figure out. But hopefully I'm not going to be doing too many more things with the phone anyway. Uh, but today, what I was pulling up was Ocaso Action Camera. Bam, right there. So that's what I'm using today. And I've got it set at 1080 at 60 frames per second. I got it set on the medium setting. I think maybe I should have done wide. Uh, you might have seen at the beginning of the video, if you're watching the video, that I was pulling the camera back. You maybe not didn't even notice, but I uh, didn't quite have my uh, TV in the frame. And um, so I backed it up a little bit versus where I normally would put the GoPro right there on the medium setting. Uh, it was fine, but this one... For some reason, the lens is a little different, so I had to back it up a little bit. Didn't capture as much in the frame at a closer uh, level. Closer, yeah. A little high right now, guys, <clears throat> if I'm being honest. <laughs> but anyway, so I couldn't get the frame in, in the, pic the TV in the picture, and I wanted to pull this up. But the Ocaso camera, let's get to this first, and instead of bouncing around like I always fucking do. Um... Can I just see the about? Gives me no information here. Let's pull it up on Amazon, see if I can get just a quick description of this thing. So <clears throat> it's a 4K action camera with touchscreen, uh, image stabilization, adjustable view angle, uh, 40 meters waterproof. Remote control, so I've got a remote. I could actually I, I put it on the shelf over here, but I could actually stop and start the video from, from the seat right here instead of having to get up and do it. <clears throat> I'm sure I can do that with the GoPro. I just haven't figured it out. Probably an app on the phone I could use or something. Uh, so it's a sports camera. It's got a helmet accessory kit. It comes with all the accessories. Uh, came with two batteries. Uh, you can film the 4K, uh, 1080. You could do 2.7K as well, kind of in between. Like I said, image stabilization, waterproof, um, even the remote control is waterproof down to not quite as far as the camera goes down, but really if you're using the camera, you're not going to really, I don't know, I don't think you're going to have your remote down there with you anyway, but it uh, came with the, you know, pretty similar case that the GoPro has, the waterproof case that you put it in. I tried putting the GoPro in this case and I tried putting that camera in the GoPro case. They are not compatible uh, waterproof case-wise, but it's a pretty nice case and Real similar. All the actually, all the arms and attachments and stuff are the same thread on the on the bolt, so I can actually interchange some of the attachments and stuff. But the case itself, um, I cannot interchange with the GoPro. So, but at least I know I can use this on the mount that I have on my kayak already, and in uh, some other places. So it's kind of nice to have a little bit of compatibility. Com compatibility. <clears throat> Uh, what else was I going to go? Okay, so the TV here, I just pulled up. This is uh, the Jeet Kune Do symbol. This is the symbol of Bruce Lee's art that he developed. And on the side there it says, knowing is not enough, we must apply. Willing is not enough, we must do. So it's uh, you know kind of similar to that old Yoda adage, right? Uh, there is no try. 
do or do not. There is no try. So basically, he's just saying we have to we have to apply. We have to do it. The uh, Jeet Kune Do, the, the actual Chinese lettering there, stands for uh, using no way as way and having no limitation as limitation. And then you know the arrows is a constant, constant flow, constant movement. Of course, of course, the yin and yang, the balance, of black and white, male, female, up, down, all those things, everything that's an opposite, <clears throat> blending those together. So. Just thought it was a cool picture. I just, you know, a lot of times I had this TV blank. I said, why not have something on the fucking TV, Brian? Put up something that, uh, you know, people might enjoy looking at if they're watching a YouTube video versus looking at me the whole time. So that's the camera. That's why I put that up there. Um, actually, I have a tattoo right here of this symbol. And uh, very big into Jeet Kune Do. I had that book uh, back in the, back when I was probably 10 years old, I had that Jeet Kune Do manual, the book. And all his other little pamphlets that he put out, his original stuff. <clears throat> Pretty much every book that's ever been written about Bruce Lee or that he has written, penned, I've got them. Um, as, as well as almost all the magazine covers that he was on, whether it was a Jeet Kune Do magazine, Kung Fu, Martial Art magazine, any of those magazines that he was uh, featured on, I've got most of those, so... Big, 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 big fan. Uh, my son, my oldest son, Brian, actually has the same tattoo, uh, but on, I want to say his right shoulder blade, not positive, I think it's the right, could be the left. Uh, he got it first, I'll, I'll give you that, he got the symbol first, and then after I got divorced, or I was separated at the time in Vegas, I said, you know what, I'm going to get another tattoo. I've got uh, a few, but I did get that symbol right there, so I thought, thought it was kind of cool black and white. I didn't get the coloring on it. But. So that is, that covers all that. Oh, the song. So the song I played up front today, and again, I'm not worried about copyright laws. I'm not monetizing this podcast. So, but the song up front today was uh, from a band called Civil Twilight. If you've ever watched the movie number four, I think it's called number four. Pretty sure it's number four. This uh, The song that I played there was featured in that movie, and it's off their first album, just titled Civil Twilight, self-titled, uh, back in 2009. That was uh, Letters from the Sky, is what that song was. And that's, that's the song that was featured in uh, number four. <clears throat> I think it's called, God damn it. Is it called number four? I think it's called number four. But anyway, Civil Twilight, they're a four-piece rock, rock band from Cape Town, South Africa, consisting of the brothers Andrew and Stephen McKellar, plus Richard Wilders and Kevin Daly. Uh, they are signed up to Wind Up Records and have released three studio albums. They're self-titled Civil Twilight 2009, Holy Weather in 2012, and Story of an Immigrant in 2015. Not sure I've even listened to those other two albums. I have the Civil Twilight album <clears throat> after I watched that movie. And uh, let's find out if that's actually the name of that movie. Number four. I am number four. I knew it was number four, but it's I am number four. Came out in 2011. Very good movie. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. Go out there and take a look. I liked it. So... Civil Twilight, I am number four. Speaking of movies, 
movie I watched last night. <laughs> I was texting back and forth with uh, with a friend of mine, old girlfriend of mine, actually. <sighs> yeah, and um, she recommended a movie. She really likes um, um, The Princess Bride, uh, one of her favorite movies, maybe her favorite. Uh, Willow, another movie that she likes. And um, she recommended this movie called The Buttercream Gang. It's a video from uh, 19 or a movie from 1992. The Buttercream Gang, the only summary it gives me on IMDb right here is unlike most gangs, the Buttercream Gang does good deeds. Their leader, Pete, has to go live uh, live has to go live with his aunt in Chicago. But things don't go well in Chicago and Pete has changed when he returns. Soon Pete is hanging around with the wrong crowd, but the remaining members of the gang, especially their new leader Scott, refuse to give up on their friend, Pete. Um, I related to this movie a lot, actually. I mean, you know, was it a great movie? No, it's not a great movie. Um, let me see what the rating was on it, actually. The rating is 5.8. That's not a bad rating. I mean, it's, you know, better than middle of the road. So <clears throat> I prefer to have a lot of my movies a little further up in the high sixes, sevens. It's a good range. But uh, 5.8 is not bad. Uh, for what this movie was... I enjoyed it, and uh, it's it's like it says. It's, there's a little gang in there. There's some uh, some baseball. You know, it reminded me. It made me very nostalgic and reminded me of growing up in Pepper Hill, here in North Charleston, and um, did the same thing. You know, I've I've talked about it before on a few episodes that I was in a gang called the Casual Crew back in the uh, back in the eighties, <clears throat> the mid to late eighties. And, uh, you know, we did a lot of the same stuff that these guys were doing. We were riding bikes all over the place before we got into cars. This was kind of a little pre-car uh, age that we started this gang, and it continued on up into, into high school. But, uh, you know, we'd ride our bikes all over the place. Some of us had some uh, some mini bikes, um, some mopeds, those type things. I had a, a Honda C70 that I would... Uh, jot back and forth. I wasn't supposed to have it on the road. It wasn't licensed. I didn't have a license, but um, I would take off with it and go to different neighborhoods and stuff to see my buddies. <clears throat> I ate that burger and I'm all flimmy now. But so, yeah, so it reminded me of that, you know, the casual crew um, had a, a bunch of scenes where they're out in the woods in this um, in this tree house reminded me of uh, a tree house kind of pre-gang that we used to hang out in. And uh, ride BMX bikes all over the, you know, through the dirt hills and out to the ball field and uh, playing baseball, you know, youth ball. Um, um, what else was in there? Excuse me. Um, just the awkwardness between the opposite sexes, you know, growing up and just, you know, it was it was more of in a, in a small town, uh, kind of in a farm town. I can't remember where the town was. Uh, of course, I grew up kind of in the city, you know, North Charleston, Charleston area. <clears throat> But it reminded me a lot of my time growing up in the 80s. So it was it was kind of nostalgic. And like I said, this was in 1992. So if you get a chance, it's on YouTube. You can't find it on Netflix, Amazon, any of those things. But it is. The full movie is out there on, on YouTube. If you want to be nostalgic for the 80s and maybe even the 90s, if you're a 90s kid, get out there and have a look. It's a, it's a good, wholesome movie. It's got some good values in there and some, some good lessons to be learned. I enjoyed it. It was worth watching. So... Thank you for the recommendation. I guess I should pull up my notes. Oh, I talked about the burger. So, yeah, 
I was sitting at work. I was my son called me. He's, he uh, FaceTimed me, Brian, and we were talking about you know my diet and how how many pounds I've lost seventeen and a half pounds now, <clears throat> going strong, doing all the low carb beer. Well, at the time I was drinking a, a beer, and I'll talk about that here in a second because um, I was sitting outside at Homegrown trying to generate some business, kind of advertising out there, and so I. I Poured me a beer. I didn't have any of my low-carb beer. So poured a beer and took it out there. And I'll talk about that beer here in a moment. But I was telling him that I was really craving a burger and that I was seriously thinking about going to get a burger after work, even though I had everything that I needed to eat here, which I should have done. But damn, that burger was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had some chorizo sausage that I cooked last night here. Uh, I got like four lengths of those left. I got some eggs. Uh, I got some bacon still down there. I still have some of my keto sausage balls that I made. So I had plenty of stuff that I could have stayed on track. <clears throat> but I was craving a burger. So I got a bacon double cheeseburger from Ye Old Fashioned Ice Cream. If you've never had it, I would highly recommend it. It is such a good burger flavor-wise, and it's huge. I mean, for eight bucks, you're well getting well, well, God. You're getting your money's worth is what I'm trying to say. So... I would highly recommend the bacon double cheeseburger or any burger from there. It doesn't have to be the bacon double cheeseburger, but that's what I'm getting. That's what I got. So that's what I had tonight. Uh, since I mentioned it, the beer that I had at work tonight was from Westbrook Brewing Company. They're right here in Mount Pleasant, uh, South Carolina, right, uh, right there near Charleston. <clears throat> it's a milkshake IPA. It's 7% alcohol by volume, and it's got 20 IBUs, got an average rating of 4.25. It is a milkshake IPA with pineapple, coconut, Madagascar vanilla, and milk sugar, and the name of it is Pina Colada Shake IPA. Ooh, my goodness, tasty. I mean, heavy on the coconut. If you like coconut, if you like pina coladas, this is the beer for you. Uh, we've got uh, maybe... 12 of them left up at Homegrown. I think we're going to be back open on Saturday. Not sure the hours yet. I'm not sure who's going to be working, if it's me, Caleb, or a combo of the both, of the two. But, um, yeah, get you one of these. Um, I'm pretty sure you could probably get it at the, at the brewery as well if we run out of it, but it's fantastic. I'm, I'm not going to drink any more of them, but uh, I enjoyed it. And everybody that's come in this week has uh, gotten one, so it's very popular. I loved it. <clears throat> God damn, I'm very flummy. So that was that beer. The beer I'm going to open up right now because I'm going to have a second beer, even though I'm a little, I'm a little lit, if you know what I mean already. This is Kona Brewing Company, Kona, Hawaii. They are. Kona Brewing Company was started in the spring of 1994 by a father and some team. And it goes on and on and on. You can go on untapped and look at the whole history of it. But, uh, yeah, 1994, they've been doing this thing. This particular beer is one of my low-carb beers. It is called Kona Light. It is only 4.2% ABV, and it's only got 20 IBUs. It's a Blondale. Got an average rating of 3.52. I gave it a 4 last night, first time I've had it. I thought, you know... For what it is, a low-carb beer, <clears throat> it's a light, 
uh, bright, sessionable beer that will ease you ashore without weighing you down. Real mango fruit adds a juicy tropical flavor that is easy like the islands. So for what it is, for a light beer, low alcohol, sessionable alcohol, and very low carb, I think it's only three carbs. No, this one is four carbs, I'm sorry. For what it is, bam, I'm loving it. It's very good. That's what I'm drinking currently. Share the pour with you. You can hear a little sizzle, <clears throat> a little carbonation, a little bubbly, 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 bubbly. There is the bottle if you want to take a look at it. <clears throat> God, I'm clearing my throat like guys. I apologize. I did get a couple compliments uh, yesterday on the audio. I guess the pop filter has done a little bit of something. We'll see if that stays uh, holds true today. So I'm happy with the pop filter so far. Like I said, two comments already. So hey, I definitely noticed a difference in the uh, crystal, crispy clear audio that you got going on. So that is cool, man. Cool. I'm digging it. What else are we gonna talk about? We talked about the shake. Um, actually, homegrown sucked tonight. To be honest with you. Did fairly well last uh, this past Tuesday. I mean, I made a decent wage, you know, hourly wage. Today, you want to know what I made? I made twelve bucks in four hours, so three bucks an hour tonight in tips. No bueno. I f I figured tonight would be double the amount of people that we had Tuesday because I had a couple more days to to percolate out there on the internet and get people's interest going and more people to see it. And they saw that we were open on Tuesday. They saw we we're open on Thursday. Generate more business. I think it doubled the amount of people. Um, I think it was half the amount of people. So, not too good. I even put out four tables tonight, expecting it to be busier. So I had four tables, uh, two chairs apiece, <clears throat> a couple umbrellas. Perfect weather, man. You know, Tuesday was 90 degrees out there on the sidewalk. Tonight it was 70. Perfect breeze going. I mean, I, when I sat outside with that uh, Pina Colada Shake IPA, I got chilly. I sat out there for about 10 minutes and I said, shit, I got to go inside, man. <laughs> it's a little cold out here. Had the door open, nice breeze, no AC going. And it was a good day to be out. And that was another reason I thought it was going to be busier. You know, one, there was more word of mouth going around. The, hey, homegrown's opening back up and they're doing some patio service. Um, two, I knew the weather was going to be about a 20 degree difference, cooler. Number three, it's not the beginning of the week anymore. It's at the end of the week, closer to the weekend. I figured people are going to get out and about. And plus, more and more businesses have opened up since Monday. So people are kind of getting used to going out and about nowadays, or, or this week at least. So not the case. Not the case at all, really. I even shut down about 10 minutes early. That's how freaking slow it was. <clears throat> uh, Fleming did come in. Mr. Flim Shady of The Shady Show and Bummerville Amphitheater and a former mayor candidate for Somerville, South Carolina. He came in with his little camera set up. He's got a new, uh, I don't even know what you call it, man. It's a little handheld thing for your iPhone or for any <clears throat> camera setup, I guess. It's got a little attachment where you can screw some cameras in there, you know, regular cameras, but he had an attachment where he could set up his iPhone had it in there. It's got some handles. It's got a little shoulder harness, so it's got some stabilization on there. And he's got this huge um, uh, fuzzy mic coming out 
that's you know instead of using the mic from the iPhone itself, it's a it's a boom mic that comes out. <clears throat> God, I'm sorry, guys, for clearing my throat so much, but um, so yeah, he came in and he was working. We were supposed to film some scenes tonight for the new episode of uh, the Shady Show and Zen Garden Tales, but uh, one of our cast members that was going to be in the shot tonight could not make it. But Fleming came in anyways while he was on a break from working there kicking chicken and filmed a couple couple scenes in there. So I don't know what he's going to do with that. Um, but he came in and did a couple things. So that was at least entertaining for a second. And then my son calling, you know, we talked for, excuse me, maybe 45 minutes or something. So that was nice. Uh, speaking of the GoPro, I talked about the GoPro <clears throat> that we did early in the week and then the iPhone and then this camera. I've given up. I told you I wasn't going to give up, that I was going to put my mind to it, and I was going to fix that lens. It's not happening. I think I've even made it worse than what it was with so much sanding. I think what what was my downfall was pulling out the Dremel, and I, I put a grit sandpaper on there that was just a little bit heavier than what I should have put on there, and I put an even another groove into the lens. So, you know what I did? I said, fuck it. I'm not doing it. I'm not messing with it anymore. I've wasted enough time on it. I've wasted money on sandpaper <clears throat> and uh, the time, really. And it was putting a fucking cramp in my hand until I got the Dremel out. But sitting there with the you know wet sandpaper, just sanding that little tiny lens over and over, my hand started to start to cramp after so many hours of doing it. So what I do? I went on Amazon and I found a replacement lens, 19 bucks replacement lens for it. So. That is supposed to be delivered, I don't know when, doesn't matter. It's going to be delivered, and I'm going to see um, You know, I've realized that I suck at repairing camera lenses. So I ordered a replacement lens, and hopefully I don't suck at replacing camera lenses. So I think it should be okay. There's a couple little uh, sleeves that you t take off the lens piece. You uh, put a little wrench on there or some pliers, you break the glue that's that's holding it, and uh, just spin it out, put the new lens in, bam, you're all set. So hopefully it's that easy. If not, we'll, uh, we'll go to plan C, I guess. <clears throat> uh, what else? Man, three episodes in a week. Hard to figure out shit to talk about. We talked about this beer. We talked about the butter buttercream gang. I thought it was a porn when she first told me about the, the buttercream gang. She asked me if I've seen it. I'm like, no, I'm not. You know, I watch a porn tonight, but it's not. It's not a porn movie, but it seems like it would make a, a pretty good porn name. Let's close these tabs that I'm not working with anymore. I think that's it. I think that's all I had open on the tabs. So that's good. The, uh, like I said, the backyard's coming along. Um, all we did today was uh, pull up a lot of the uh, rotted boards and cut a lot of new boards. And we got a, a, a nice little area chunked out and screwed in with some new boardwalks and uh, sanded a few more places. I uh, took the weed uh, killer out and sprayed some of the weeds and some of the ivy. Uh, particularly in that last back bed that I have on the on the back 40 of the yard, I sprayed that entire section, man, is just inundated with uh, poison ivy and the Virginia creeper and, and who knows what else is in there. 
So I sprayed that whole thing down with weed killer. So it's going to knock it down to uh, just kind of some dead vines back there, which are still infectious, by the way. So don't think if you spray them with weed killer that you just go in there and grab them. The poison is still there. Um, I think I read something like they're still fucking poisonous for for five months or something. It was It was a long time that you would think, oh, it's dead. I can now touch it. No. Keep your hands off of it. Put some gloves on. Um, I thought I maybe got some some more on me um, yesterday, but I don't think I did. I think I'm I think I'm good. So I did that. I'm going to go out there and try and pull that up sometime over the weekend, over the next three days. <clears throat> what else did I do? Anything else? No, can't think of anything else. So it's coming along, man. My plan is, and this is kind of a new thought that I just had. You know, originally we, when, when I bought this house, we were going to start a couple of different things here. And I've talked talked about this as well. We were going to start a couple of music things here. Uh, you know, since then I've started Studio 117 there at Homegrown Brew House. And we, we tried to do some things out at Blackwater on the Ashley with the Rivercraft event that we did. We were going to make that a venue. But the original thought was uh, upstairs here was going to be a venue. It was going to be called Upstairs with Brian Dales. And it was going to be kind of uh, coming after after hours venue where, you know, say you go out uh, to downtown Somerville and Homegrown closes at 11 o'clock. Uh, maybe Accident Wine closes at 10. Well, uh, we would give out VIP tickets to the people that were were at these places. You know, a few places there in the uh, Hutchison Square area, we would give out VIP tickets, a select number of them, and say, hey, if you're interested, we're having an after party. Uh, it's where the party continues at a, a music venue uh, here at the Zen Garden. And it was going to be called Upstairs with Brian Dales. We were going to have this upper level, <clears throat> which I don't think you guys have ever seen, but there's a second level to this frog up here. Uh, the band was going to be up in there. Um, I was maybe going to uh, chop this wall in half and so you could get better viewing up there. But we were going to have the, the band up here in the loft, lighting, all this kind of cool stuff. And then down here on this level was going to be and this is before the studio even started, before Craft Conversations. So that was the original plan for this upper room. The patrons would be down here. The band would be upstairs. It was going to be a BYOB. You know, I didn't have a license to sell anything or do anything. So you bring your own beer in. Um, it's donation only, even though you know, you're, you're kind of paying to get into the venue. But it was donation because we're not in the, we're in an official business. <clears throat> Never got off the ground. And then also we were going to try and... On, Along with that, or separately, we were going to do uh, live music from the Zen Garden. So kind of like you can go out to Allendahl, and they have the Allendahl Green out there. Uh, you have the Green Barn Jam out in Nexton now. Um, not in Nexton, it's uh, Carnes Crossroads area. Uh, you still got Blackwater and Ashley trying to get up and running. Um, what other venues? I don't know. It's just going to be another venue here in town, but it was going to be more personal here at the, here at the house. Uh, I would host it. Uh, of course, my roommate Tommy of Blue Spear would host it, but we we're going to do uh, Zen Garden concerts as well. So what I'm getting at, again, long story long, is hopefully once I get the backyard all completed uh, before possible sale on moving, if I ever move out of here, who knows? It depends on uh, some relationship issues uh, if I if I actually do move or or don't move. But so yeah, we were gonna have upstairs with Brian Dale's uh, Zen Garden concert series. 
I was thinking the outside the outside was going to be more of an acoustic vibe. Up here was going to be a little more plugged in, you know, indoors. You get a little louder inside. So, and and at the time we thought maybe we'd have both venues going. So, if you wanted a live kind of plugged in vibe, you could venture upstairs. If you wanted acoustic, a little more chill vibe, you could go chill out in the, in the Zen Garden and hang out out there. So, hopefully, the Zen Garden concert series is going to make a comeback here this summer. That's my plan. We'll at least do one of them just to celebrate the the reconstruction of the Zen Garden. So, more to come on that. More to come on that. Oh, speaking of fucking music, the guy that was supposed to come over tomorrow to pick up my Gammon percussion drum set has backed out. But, remember I told you that there was another guy that was waiting in the wings for him to back out. I texted him today and said, hey, guess what? Got backed out. Are you still interested? Yes, I am. So I think, hopefully, I'm going to sell them on Saturday now instead of tomorrow, Friday. So that's that. Let's see what uh, kind of time we got going on here. Damn, 37 minutes in already. <clears throat> what else? Um, well, I guess I just mentioned if I'm depending on uh, some relationship things <clears throat> I definitely want to get out I definitely want to travel let's put it that way I, I you know now that I'm getting the sink garden back together I'm like god damn it now I want to sit here and and have the summer the rest of the spring and the summer to enjoy the zen garden that I've uh, spent so much time rebuilding that I let go over the past two or three years so yeah I'd kind of like to to keep that and do traveling at the same time but it's kind of hard with uh, the amount of money that I make at homegrown to, to maintain both of those. So I kind of have to give up one to do the other. I don't know. Maybe I just rent an RV and, and go take, take a vacation a few times here and there. But instead of buying an RV, I don't know. It's all up in the air at the moment. And especially just due to this whole COVID-19 thing, it's, it's up in the air in general, regardless. So nothing I can do about it. But, um, you know, some of that depends on um, relationship status, I think, because if, if, if nothing is holding me here, then most likely I'm, I'm, I'm picking up and taking off. But if something is maybe holding me here, maybe I do something different. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I sell this place and buy something smaller. Who knows what uh, could possibly happen, what, what the future holds. But... Um, but <laughs> But I think I might be—I might just be done with relationships in general and just say fuck it, sell the house, hit the road, and say fuck relationships. I, I just—I I can't seem to to make them work, and and I—I I think the problem is has been with me. You know, sometimes you got to look at yourself and say that you're the problem. Um, and I've never really blamed any of the the women that I've been with that it was their problem. Anyways, it was just you know. Some things just weren't compatible. Some things didn't work out. Some things didn't happen like they should have. Um, but, uh, you know, it, <clears throat> they take time. I've said it you know, a bunch of times that relationships takes time. Um, I am kind of jaded on relationships from, uh, you know, a couple of the past relationships that I've had. I've told you on a couple episodes. As a matter of fact, go back and watch episode 027. I just listened to it this morning because uh, 
I was I was thinking back about um, some a couple things that I had done, and I said, "Oh, you know what? I did a podcast about that." And I uh, went back and listened to it. Man, a fantastic podcast. The audio was great at that point. I didn't have the video up and running yet. Uh, I was still learning that stuff after Caleb left, but man, the audio was fantastic, and the the storytelling and the story and the moral to that episode was was really, really good. And it chokes me up every time I listen to that episode for, for a couple of different reasons. Uh, one, because of the relationship that 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 uh, kind of caused that episode to come about to begin with <clears throat> that, uh, that I screwed up. And then number two, what I did because of that. So if, if you... If you want a good listen, if, if you really like this podcast, I highly recommend that episode 027. You can find it on Podbean, iTunes, um, Spotify, you know, all the places that you can listen to podcasts. It's not on YouTube. But, um, you know, it just, it, listening back to it, it, it just kind of reminded me that I've, I've still got issues and I, I still have trouble um letting people completely into my life. Do I want them completely into my life? Yes. I mean, I wouldn't even be trying or taking the time um, to try and make these relationships work. If, if that wasn't the case, I would just say, screw it. I mean, why would I even bother? So obviously I want to have that relationship and I want to bring somebody into my life completely. But for some reason, I've, I've had a hard time doing that in this one of the last relationships that I just got out of, it was a little bit of that, um, but it was more so just a few things. <laughs> I think it was it was me just being pissed off and depressed and having a hard time. Uh, January, February, early March time frame was just really a bad time for me. Uh, I've been wanting to do an episode about one particular thing. That was a, a really bad time in February, and it still is a bad time. It's still not over with, but I just uh, still haven't gotten around to to figure out if I want to talk about it publicly yet. I will eventually, and I've mentioned it a couple times that it was coming. I thought it was coming because I thought it was going to be resolved <clears throat> back in February. So I, I had kind of given you the anticipation that, that that episode was coming, but things have been prolonged now. And I'm just not sure if I should really put it out there, but I probably will. I've still got everything kind of fresh in my mind. I think it's a it's a good story. It's a good lesson to talk about, and I think it needs to be out there. Who knows? Maybe in the next week or so, I'll just say fuck it and I'll go ahead and do it. But anyway, I just man, I had just I had so much shit going on, and I'm just man, I'm I'm so not used to letting somebody in and letting somebody help. Even my even having my dad come over and help me in the yard right now, as much as I love my dad, is just really out of my wheelhouse. I don't let people help me, whether it's yard work, whether it's washing the car, whether it's cleaning the house, whether it's cooking, whether it's, I don't know, but especially if I have a problem or if I'm sick, I, I've just always been a solo person. Even through my marriage, a couple of those things, if I was sick or whatever, I just like to... I just, I just like to be alone and sometimes I just deal with them on my own and I, I got to stop being that way and I, I want to stop being that way and I'm trying to convince some people that I'm, excuse me, that I'm not being, that I'm not going to be that way anymore. 
that, uh, you know, some, sometimes you, you finally learn a lesson. But, but who knows? I mean, I think I'm, I'm busting my ass right now trying, and <clears throat> I just think it's for not. I just think it's for not. <laughs> I just think it's. I just think it's not working. I think I'm spinning my wheels. It's not. I just might be done with relationships. And if that's the case, I'm selling the house and I'm, I'm hitting the road, Jack. And don't you come back. No more. But enough of that, guys. We are 45 minutes in. This is the third show this week. You're probably bored with my content at the moment. Hopefully it's something enjoyable. I don't know. I'll go ahead and make one little plug. Fuck it. Why not? Um, I'm not doing loot services right now. I need to get in touch with Brandon and see if they're even open or if they're even doing any business because I was advertising them and I'm saying to myself, why am I advertising? I don't even know if they're open right now. So I need to get with Brandon. If that's the case, I'll start putting loots back in there. I do put it in the show notes and in the description so you can link to it. But <clears throat> but um, I will do one. And some people are going to tell me that I'm an asshole for doing this because or that I shouldn't be doing it because... I don't get any love in the rever- in the opposite direction, but it shouldn't be for that. It shouldn't be for expect, ex- expecting something in return. But uh, my buddy Slayton, I was talking to him today a little bit. He said he was listening to the latest uh, Caleb Choir podcast, like I said. And uh, then he was going to listen to my latest one that I released yesterday. So I said, oh, you know, I haven't listened to that in a little while because it, I don't know, hadn't really interested me. To be honest, if I'm being honest, so I said, he said it was probably one of the best ones he's done so far. It's really entertaining. Oh my goodness. I have a spider <clears throat> that just repelled from the light and he's like halfway right here. He's sitting right here. I can't quite reach him. I'm going to get him in a second though. I don't know what I'm going to do with him, but he's just kind of hanging out right there listening to the podcast, I guess. Well played, buddy. But yeah, I just haven't been listening to the, to the like I said, podcast because just it didn't interest me. I wasn't excited about it. It didn't keep me enthralled. And Slayton said this one was probably the best one he's done. It was really good. A lot of sexual tension and some things like that. So I said, all right, let me check it out. That oh, spider's on the move. He's uh, going back up. He must be done with me. He must have heard me saying I was going to come get him. So I listened to it today. What? Uh, see what episode it was here. Episode 17, the Like I Said podcast. I listen to it on iTunes, but I believe it's on Podbean as well, Spotify, Google Play, all the places. It's uh, Harmony and Sexy Talks. So his guest is a girl named Harmony, and they do some sexy talks. It was released yesterday. Give it a listen. I think it was pretty good. And, um, you know, check it out. Might be something you're interested in. But... I thought he did a really good job on that one. I even messaged him on Podbean and said, hey, man, this is the best one yet. So he's he's hanging in there, man. He's episode 17 in. He's trying to make it work with this, this new venture. So proud of him. Proud of Caleb. So go out there and listen to, like I said. Oh, and by the way, um, that email was correct for Slayton Johnson. If you go to tnriveraft at gmail.com, Email Slayton and say, hey, I'm coming up to Tennessee, Cosby area, Gatlinburg area, whatever. I'd like to go rafting. Hook me up. And he will hook you up and give you one of the best experiences you've ever had. And I'm still talking about rafting. Whitewater rafting. 
Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. I'm going to go see how this camera looks, see how the video turned out on this thing. Hopefully, it's even on. Um, I guess it is. My GoPro gave me a little blinking light on the front, so I knew it was still recording this one. I'm just I'm, I'm running blind right here, basically. I'm going to finish my beer. I'm going to maybe um, do something medicinal, and I will talk to you soon, guys. Talk to you soon.